0: Welcome to the No Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we sit down and we discuss preparing for God, business, and life situations. Let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the No No Negations Negations
1: Podcast. Podcast. It's D. Sellins here.
0: Okay, you know what? See you guys next week. <laughs> Y'all have been picking on me a lot <laughs> lately. You like it. That's no, I don't. Yeah. huh? I don't like being messed with. Mm.
2: Are you sensitive? <laughs> I,
0: might, I might be. It's Super Bowl Sunday and it's six o'clock. We literally have thirty minutes.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I stopped messing up. Oh,
0: um, you guys just <coughs> killed my whole little intro. All I right. had a whole. All right, start thing. over. Rewind. Yep. Okay, you gonna make the noise? Or... <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the No Negations
1: Podcast.
0: Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here.
1: A. Sullins and
0: DS
2: Ninja is in the house.
0: Today, we, I believe, we have a great conversation. Yes. Um, we're talking about preparation and being prepared for the season. So whatever season that I guess that you're in, you're going through preparing. Mm-hmm. Now I kind of want to tell a little story. Do what? Can I do that, Ayla?
1: See, this is what happens when you get married. <laughs> you got to ask permission. <laughs> you <gotta> ask per- <laughs> no, you don't have to ask permission to tell your story, Darrell. Okay. Dad, can I? It might be about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: neither one. Right? Of, it's, it's not about neither one of you guys. All I right. should have did a story about one of us. But listen, so it was, I think, two years ago, a year ago, when I got asked to do my first speaking event. Now, go- leading up to that point, we had always talked about doing speaking, Um you know, whether it was, you know, doing something with the church, doing something with the school or something, you know, I always talked about it, but we didn't have an opportunity to do that. Um, I remember it was like September of the, the September, a couple months prior to me speaking. And I was on the phone with you dad, and you was talking about, you know, being prepared and whatnot for doing that. For doing that. And I remember listening to Les Brown. And Les Brown, you know, when before he started out his whole career, he was in radio and and all this stuff. And before he actually got up and started doing his stuff on radio, he had every single thing written down on how he would do it if he was
1: mm-hmm. got,
0: got to the got to that point. And one day, a guy he got that situation, got in that situation. Well, that kind of happened with, with me. Is I had a, a speech kind of prepared, um, thoughts prepared on what I would want to speak about the first time I got on stage. Um, And then a couple months later, I got asked to do, um, um, I got asked to speak in front of a church one Sunday. And so I had already had a blueprint of what I kind of wanted to do prepared, ready to go. So it was really, really easy getting to that day because all I had to do at that point is just, you know, rehearse, memorize what I'm going to talk about, make sure, you know, all the different things were in place and it was super easy. You know, went out. It was a good. Uh, I th- say it was a good one. <laughs> if you don't, if you want to see it, go to YouTube. <laughs> uh, I was. I would say it was a good one, um, and people really liked it. Now, on the other hand, I also did a. You know, I did that one. I did another one, and I did one other one. And you know, at this point, I'm feeling confident. I'm like, oh, I can just go out here and do this thing. Mm-hmm. I remember. Um, I think that November of that same year. I got asked to come to this youth banquet, this football banquet to speak, and I did not. It was the city of Green. Don't me. say that. Don't do that. Name
2: drop. Oh, don't
0: do, no, because I don't want people to be able to trace back. <laughs> Jeez. Well, yeah. So I did this thing at a certain city, city. <laughs> and and so. It's basically me talking about my story and I'm like, you know, how hard it would be, you know, to do that. I don't need to, you know, have everything written out prepared for it. So I went there and I got to the venue. They had flyers and all these things for me and all this stuff. They had a special spot for me to sit. I get up there and I bombed it. Like, okay, so I used some things that I used before that was known to work. Um, I didn't realize really realize who was in my crowd <laughs> And I just remember in the first five minutes of it, I had used like what I call a joke. It's supposed to be this geez. Um it's not really supposed to make you like bend over laughing, but I expected a couple of giggles. Well I said it and it was just crickets. Everyone <laughs> everyone looked at me like, what the And so I I froze. So this speech, I was supposed to be up there for between uh, twenty to thirty minutes. I was only up there for, I think, seven. So, but that's because I didn't prepare. But thinking of that, those two situations, I think of like what we do in our life, you know, as far as preparing ourselves for heaven. You know, mm-hmm. I, the first speech that I did, I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, I didn't know the date or anything like that, but I've expected that this day was going to come. So I prepared accordingly. With the other one, I knew the day was going to come, but I did not do that. Now it makes me now the question I want to open up to the floor is when it we understand that one day we're going to go, we're going to die, and we don't know when that day is coming,
1: and we How, also don't know when Jesus is coming. Right?
0: Yeah. How come people, us? Oh, I'm not. well, yeah, I'm just going to see what you say. Us, us and people, we do not take the steps necessary, and we do not do the proper things to prepare when we know that there's that day is coming.
2: One, uh, we think we have time. Yeah. Subconsciously, we think we can control time. Oh, I have enough time. I'll wait Mm -hmm. to get started.
1: One day, I'll go, you know, put away my side stuff that I do and,
0: you
2: know. The if come. Mm
1: -hmm. One day,
2: I will. In, in 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 the word it tells you you know the day nor the hour yeah. when he's coming.
0: It's actually scary. And you're not <clears throat>
1: promised tomorrow. It's you act, have no idea. It's actually
0: scary because um I remember it was some of my friends and I and were we were sitting down having um like a life discussion. I don't really know why we were talking about life, but we were. And what we all were talking about was like you know college and being grown ups and then the next the next level. And then we got into talking about God and relationship with God. And, you know, I have a basis. So, you know, I was telling them like what I think and whatnot. And this one guy was like, well, I'm young, so I'm going to live my best life now and then commit, you know, commit more once I'm like in my late 20s or early 30s. And I remember when I asked him, I was like, well, what happens if you die like tomorrow? Or and I was like, I don't want to wish this on you, but like, what happens if you like die tomorrow? Or, you know, he's like, I'm blah, blah, blah years old what's the chance of me dying tomorrow or in my early early 20s well the guy ended up passing away early and it, that concept makes me think like we don't know like what tomorrow's going to hold mm-hmm. so why not live our life today and even like we pick and choose the what we want to do what we want to say how we want to talk and how we're going to walk but we don't know if we're going to wake up the next day
1: yeah that's a serious topic <laughs>
2: well the, the, the premise that we use is Matthew 25
1: mm-hmm.
2: and the the ten virgins five was wise, five was unwise, and they didn't know when the groomsman was coming. Actually, that verse is talking about salvation and the coming of Christ. Mm-hmm. But the the other spin on that is, <clears throat> is that the other ones was not prepared nor that they put into their lamps what was needed to give light. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, let me ask you guys a question. Could you go to the bank right now and fill out a withdrawal sheet for $100,000?
0: Don't ever put me on a spot like that ever again in your life. No. <laughs> That's Why?
1: Because the money's not in the account.
0: Yeah, I can do it.
1: No, you can't. <laughs>
0: That's why I won't ask him.
2: (laughs) So you can't pull out something that you didn't put in. So in life, why do we think when certain situations happen that we can pull out a scripture if we don't put anything in? When you in trouble, um, what about going to the Psalms? When he said, you are my refuge, you are my present help unless you put that in you study on it you meditate on it you learn it you memorize it when times of trouble come you can make that Mm withdraw but so many times we walk through life and we'll read the scripture we'll attend church but we haven't made it a part of our life so when the storms come when the waves and the billow comes in our lives and the trouble and trials and tribulations come we have nothing to withdraw from god's words to sustain us and and i say that because i want everyone to know hurting yourself is never okay mm-hmm. that's not a resource that's wait what do you s- mean
0: by hurting yourself
2: suicide oh okay you know because they people get bullied people don't feel valued mm-hmm. they don't feel worthy and they use that to 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 dampen the pain Mm -hmm. you know, to relieve themselves of certain situation. That's not an option. You have a better option. That's why studying the word and meditating on it and memorizing it. So when that time do come, that storm, Mm -hmm. you're prepared. The the five of the virgins were ready when the groomsmen came. Mm -hmm. They were able to light their lamps. Five was not. Mm -hmm. So if you know there's a possibility of, Uh, horrific things happening in your life. Yeah. The COVID situation right now. Yeah. Those who have been prepared and studying the word can draw from God's word. Like it says in Psalms, on the day I called, you answered me. Mm -hmm. You know, you understand that because you have a relationship and that's the withdrawal you can make because you put that
0: in. Yeah. So how do, all right, so say someone that's listening to this is, you know, like, oh, man, I need to, you know, change some things around. How does someone start preparing for, you know, how does someone start preparing? Yeah.
1: Well, if you don't have God in your life, it's as easy as just asking and seeking him and praying and trying. And I know it's probably weird at first if you haven't prayed before and you're not sure about who you're talking to or any of these things. I know those thoughts, but... It's not going to hurt, right? Um, It can't hurt to just put a a prayer up. And I believe um, with everything that he will answer that. Mm -hmm. Um, And even if it's uncomfortable, you know what I did? I bought this uh, this past week. I uh, had something on Facebook post about how she was at the lowest point in her life. And she said that she probably needed to pray more. And I, I know it was like a post, but it seemed like a cry for help. Right, And so there are people commenting on the post And I commented And um, someone was like No you don't need God You need this And, and I was like oh that's very interesting um, But I, I put my two words in And then she was just on my mind Throughout the week So I messaged her one day And I said hey if you're open to it I'd like to send you um, one of my favorite Bibles And I'll put some scripture down That I think that can help you And so I went on and I got her the Bible and I got her um, a journal, a prayer journal. And I just thought if she felt weird praying out loud that she could write it down Mm -hmm. and start that way. Um, But yeah, just start seeking him. Yeah, Just start praying.
0: What does it mean to start seeking God?
1: I think it's when you're asking him into your life, right? So just by asking in a prayer or just by starting reading the word um and trying to get to know him more it's like a r- actual relationship mm-hmm. when you read the word you start to understand god's character mm-hmm. you start to get to know who he is how he reacts and it's just like my relationship with you i had to get Uh-oh. to know you
0: we
1: and we could have the conversations just just like your prayer life and yeah. We would stay up till 6 a.m. talking. And I'm not necessarily staying up until 6 a.m. talking with God, but I could. (laughs) Um, But um, I could stay up and read, and I can stay up and pray, and I can do all of those things to get closer to Him.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's definitely the first step. But I think the hardest step for most people is actually living out what they're reading and understanding. So, mm-hmm. take definitely take Ayla's advice on the first step because that's obviously how you get through the door. But from that point, <clears throat> I think personally, as a, a, a you have to start walking the walk, if that makes sense. So like how you talk, how you even how you think, you have to change everything. you change your way of thinking, mm-hmm. um, because it's just different. Um, going back to the bright grown thing, the thing from Matthew that you talked about. I didn't know what a bridegroom was. Jesus I, is the bridegroom. I, no, 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 no. In the story, like it's just yeah, I know, but I didn't
2: bridegroom. That was
0: like a act. That's not like an actual term, and I didn't yeah. know that. I had to yeah. look it up. I was like, oh, what does that mean? Like, what's a bridegroom? Yeah. Is it like a bride Oh, maybe a groom? I didn't. I didn't that's <laughs> the groom of the bride. Yeah, I, yeah and I, I, I think
1: <laughs> we talked about it on the last podcast, but essentially, the Christian um, body is the bride. And Jesus is the bridegroom. Yeah, no,
0: no, 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 no. I mean the term itself. He was
2: talking about the term. Yeah, not
0: like.
1: I know. I was just letting everybody know what that was. Because oh. maybe they didn't know what we were talking about. Oh. So I was letting everybody know that when we were talking about bridegroom, that's what we were talking about.
0: Oh. <laughs> Let me
2: ask ask this question. Do you have certain scriptures already memorized or prepared? for certain situations
0: uh i have one you have
1: your favorite scripture that can apply to most
0: things yes that's work yeah that's for me yeah yeah i got one and for, <laughs> for me it actually applies to almost everything i deal with right now so um yeah i have one why
2: or do you have a book a chapter that you can go to uh, naturally when you're when you're fearful where do you go?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, when you—oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, when you're okay. in trouble, where do you go? Mm-hmm. When someone is pressing you, or attacking you, or uh, becoming your opponent mm-hmm. or enemy, where do you go?
0: Well, I don't. Okay, I don't know if this is right or wrong. But that this one scripture is, you know, first chip, first Timothy chapter one, verse seven, that says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So, any of those situations that you just listed, that still works for me because if I'm looking at someone who may be an opponent, quote unquote, or if I'm, you know, thinking about this may be a battle between this and this, Mm -hmm. like that for me always goes back to fear. So, that one takes care of that for me, but um. There's also books in the. There's a book in the Bible that I read when I want to be more in, in, inspired, and that's Ecclesiastes, mm-hmm. um, because I, th- I feel like for for me when I read it, it's more about building. Or any kind of Isaiah too. It's like b- building your mindset behind building and all this other stuff. Like you know, it talks about um, um, it's pointless. It's like pointless to you know be so worried about money and stuff right. like that. But right. to me, I translate it translate that as being other people focused and work mm-hmm. and working to please God and not to, you know, secure the bag like we say today or not to you know be on Forbes or anything like that. So <clears throat> yeah, so it just the that I use that book and then that scripture and that's the two things that I have.
2: Okay, because I've I've have a few and you know I have them written down and and matter of fact I'm uh, Psalms forty six I am committing to memory now, uh, because. I know the situations that happened in the past, and I know they'll probably happen again. Mm -hmm. Uh, One is 1 Peter 5.10, and it says, After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. So when I think someone is hindering me, And that's a good verse for these times now. You can commit that to memory. And so when you're feeling like that, you can make that withdrawal because you got to commit it to memory. It's in your heart. It's in your mind. Mm -hmm. And you can start living it. The thing that we have to do and people have to understand, they have to connect their lifestyle to scripture and Mm -hmm. act it out.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I... Like, I, I don't necessarily have a specific verse that I go to. But in situations where I sit there and think about what my next step is or what I'm doing or what I'm going through I always have a biblical story, I say story like something I've read in the Bible that pops in my mind that would help me through that moment and it's kind of based on whatever I'm going through like if I'm scared about walking in faith and going against kind of what God is telling me to do then I think of Jonah when I'm going through something bad i think a job you know mm-hmm. like i think about all of these stories that kind but of see lore, that's like... the
2: deposit you made yeah Dang, a- like, you
0: got a hundred thousand dollars you didn't even tell me
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that's the thing you made that deposit you read that you studied it and you may not even know where it is in the chapter but you may know the, the
1: i know the, the book and I know the plot you of know, whatever I'm reading.
2: And now you can apply that to the situation. Mm-hmm. And that helped me so much. Even in business, starting a new business and doing that, uh, all these thoughts come in your mind, you know, that's trying to pull you away. And I think about the the way the serpent pulled Eve away from the truth of the word mm-hmm. to, to act upon emotions. And, you know, and I'm like, he gave her a fruit. It says fruit. It don't say apple. Everyone. It says yeah. fruit. <laughs> it and I'm like, she took it and ate it. And my question was, she hungry? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But things like that comes back. I can draw from, like you said, Ecclesiastes. I can withdraw from, from the Psalms and Isaiah mm-hmm. and mm. the, you know the books of the Gospel. So, if we prepare ourselves, and the question that we can oppose propose to everyone out there. Are you prepared when trouble comes?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For the situations you're going to face. So. Yes. And are you one prepared doing to, it? though? Are you prepared? Like, I know this is a really deep question, but are you prepared for Jesus and God? Like, have you prepared yourself for that? Are you mm-hmm. trying to? The
2: well, question I have, are you prepared to die?
0: Which question do y'all want me to answer? Y'all? Oh, I didn't did, know you was going did, to answer. <laughs> I throw out like 10 questions. <laughs> no. but, um, so we'll start from the bottom because that's the one I remember th- the best because you just said it. <laughs> um, Being prepared to die. I feel like I am definitely now. Um, and the first time I asked myself that question was back in college. And then the first question I asked myself was um, if the people around me um, if you asked them, if they thought I was a follower of Christ. What would they say? And then after I was like, uh. Then I, the next question was like, if I die today, where would I go? Am I comfortable to say I'm going to heaven? Mm-hmm. And I can't, and I couldn't say that necessarily fully at the time, but now, right now, I, I can. It's because you just feel different when you're trying to build. It's just a different feeling and different. Um, you move differently when you build when you build a relationship with Christ versus just. Knowing of God is mm-hmm. a difference between knowing of God and then knowing God, mm-hmm. and, and so, um, like a lot of people, they're like, Oh, well, I believe in God, so I'm gonna go to heaven. Or but
1: are you living for God?
0: Yeah, so, um, <clears throat> and that's and that's the thing, and uh, it's like anybody, every like Satan believes in God, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so that uh, that's I don't think that's a, that's enough, just saying that you believe in God. Next question.
1: No, <laughs> just
0: kidding. Had her, <laughs> yeah. Her.
1: yeah, but no, I mean, like, are you living for God? Like they, like you said, Satan believes believes in God, right? But he's mm-hmm. not living for God; he's living against God. Yeah. So, yeah. like in your life, do you think that you're doing what God has set out for you to do, and living in your purpose, mm-hmm. and doing good by Him, um, not just somebody that goes to Him when you need him mm-hmm. but somebody that said god send me mm-hmm. let me do your will
0: yeah uh i definitely do because i'm not gonna sit here and say that every decision i make i'm fully sure that is part of god's will but every every step every move that i do make i put it in god's hands and i let god and i pray and i ask god and tell god or don't really tell him but ask god that if this is of your will you know, make this happen or make it don't happen, whatever, whatever happens. Um, I'm the believer. I like to, I believe that whether it's good or bad is part of the better good is for the better good. So like, I, I like to talk about my 2019 year, you know, I, for, for me to that point, to that point in life, um, that was a hard stretch. So I had maybe like two weeks of crazy things happening. Mm-hmm. But I don't look at it like I was necessarily punished or whatever because that ended up leading to something bigger. And so I look at everything that way. So uh, if I get an idea in my head, I take it to God, and then I jump on the idea. If you know something happens, it happens in God's purpose, and I could be right or wrong. Like some, you know, I feel like that's open for uh, discussion as far as uh, what to do, what not to do. But. I also live my life in a way where I feel like God has really protected me, and God had His hands on me. So, if it's taking a risk with something in business, I take it if it makes sense. You know, I just don't go out and do you know everything. Is but, it a
1: risk if huh? it makes sense? You think it's a risk? No, that's not sense.
0: what I, that's not what I mean by like <clears throat> making sense. Like, I'm not going to just go out and sell no negations. You know, that's what I mean. Like, uh, but yeah, but I, when it comes to taking risks and expanding, expanding different things and Um, reaching different people and talking to different people. I know that God has my best interest because I know some people are like, oh, you shouldn't go talk to them because they may be toxic. But I don't need to participate in what they're doing to to communicate to them. But I feel like that's my personal uh, strength and part of my purpose, though. But, yeah, yeah, Yeah. to answer your question, I I feel like, yeah.
1: I wouldn't recommend somebody that wasn't strong to surround yourself with. Um, people you know that maybe you're not strong enough to say no to some of the things that they're doing at that moment.
0: No, but you, what what do you think as far as like you personally with that question that you just asked? Living for God? Yeah. Do you think you live for God right now?
1: Yes. I think I do live for God right now. Do I think that there's always a point for me to get closer and do more and, um... I would say yes, what but I it, think that's the case for everybody
0: what is your what do you what does it mean to live for God in your eyes?
1: Well, our purpose necessarily like mm. what we're here for is to spread the word, right mm-hmm. and I feel that I'm finally at the point in my life where I've gotten over that hurdle of like fear when speaking to others about that mm-hmm. um, and I feel like I'm finally starting to walk in my purpose. I wouldn't have said that about myself. Even a year ago, mm. um, are,
2: are you prepared? If he shifts you or make a change in your life, are you prepared? And if you are, do you have I'm, verses or books or Bible you can go to to he, sustain you, to hear him and guide you through it?
1: Yes, I'm definitely prepared. I think when it comes to anything that could affect me emotionally, it doesn't mean that I'm gonna not struggle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but but I would be prepared, biblically, to do that, and in my relationship with God to do that, as I'm specifically talking on going out and mm-hmm. doing like a physical thing, like discipleship, and and all of that kind of stuff. Um,
2: I think the challenge that that sometimes we we face is when. We said, well, I have faith. My God will do this. He will supply all my needs. And then you sit back. Mm -hmm. No, there's things that you still need to do and doing it to apply the faith verses, Mm -hmm. you know, and the the power of faith and know that he will work it out. I've been doing a lot of praying about the level that I want to take our business and soul net impact consulting. I've been asking God, you know, um, about his purpose for me in the business. And I'm going to verses I'm reading and then I'm still doing the work. Now, God would move it or raise it in his time. Mm -hmm. But I I understand because of my relationship with him, how he works, how he moves and how he moves me. Mm -hmm. And so that's the, the withdrawal I can make. And so I don't have to lose heart if things are not happening yeah. in my time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's definitely where I feel very secure mm-hmm. in is the fact that I don't think I've ever really lost heart like since I've been in my relationship with God and walking mm-hmm. with God. Um, even when I felt very like I was going through very challenging moments. I, that was always I actually made that promise to God when I was praying and it's still stuck in my mind that I would never give up my faith and never give up seeking him mm-hmm. no matter how, what I went through and So I always go back to that when I am in a bad moment is that I made that promise and I'm gonna keep doing that and I meant that um, So I feel, feel very secure in that something that I wasn't secure in is definitely um, like purpose Like, what am I supposed to go out and do? Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I think that is because, though, and I feel like I've been, uh, it's probably my own self doing this, but I correlate purpose with career. And that's not necessarily a right correlation. Mm -hmm. Um, Your career does not have to be your purpose. Um, And I definitely correlate that. Not God's purpose. Yeah, not God's purpose, Mm -hmm. not what God has for you here to do. Um, A career could be something used to supplement my purpose. But I don't feel that your career has to be your purpose.
0: Definitely not. But I use it to fuel my purpose yeah. because I'm here doing it anyway. And I know how many people I can reach in my career. So I use the career to fuel the purpose. Purpose is just, you know... Uh, no, I'm about to say this analogy backwards, so I'm not even gonna say it. So I'm gonna leave it at that for our well, Let up. me ask
2: this. Let me <laughs> ask you guys this. You being newlyweds, oh jeez, is there a place that you can go in Scripture to hear God to sustain you in your marriage when trouble comes? To- if someone tries to divide you, if someone um try to hurt you. Uh, or put one of you against each other is there a place that you can go that yeah. you you can you made that deposit
0: and you can withdraw it
2: when that time come
1: uh, I have a couple books
0: yes first oh sorry go yeah first Peter chapter 3 <laughs> verse 15 actually it says uh, but in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you yet do it with gentleness and respect so I think that one itself, um, uh, to me, how I interpret it is that sometimes people are going to act crazy and try to come yeah. at you. <clears throat> and, you can't, and you can't let them because you know why? Because you got God on your side.
2: It's, and you got it's the God in, it. in
0: No, let me sing. It's the God <laughs> in me. Na, 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 na.
2: <laughs> Trying to sing again. <laughs> <you Yeah>. <laughs> um, but no, I think that helped because I, I remember talking and counseling a couple before in neither one of them were in a Bible study or in a ministry. So they couldn't make a withdrawal to sustain their relationships in the marriage. Mm -hmm. And you guys being young and and you being uh, biracial, people come at you in a certain way. In doing that, he's your husband is gonna protect you. And you need something to draw on, to strengthen you, to keep you walking on a path straight. Now, if most people had that, did that, and made a deposit within their life from God's word, when that storm comes, they can make that withdrawal to mm-hmm. keep them afloat. Mm-hmm. Makes think, sense?
1: Yes. And I think when it comes to relationships, um, you can only be in control kind of of what you're putting into that relationship, right? Um And all of it's up to God. But what you have to focus on is getting closer to god yourself and your relationship with jesus is closer and when you're striving to be like jesus you're going to show your partner more respect you're going to show them more compassion you're going to speak to them um or try to speak to them gently you're going to try to do those things that jesus asks us to do and in a way it makes us a 10 times better partner
2: but the question is: is is can you do that without any word, without reading and studying this word? No. Because where are you going to get it?
1: Yeah, I mean, you have all. The, you're going to run into like the therapists and all of those people, and I'm not going to discredit their work because I think it is nice to see it presented to you um, from an outside person because you might not notice some things about yourself. But um, when it comes down to it, no, I don't believe you can. Just because, because of my belief single, in God, single yeah.
2: versus married, you know, First Corinthians chapter seven, it talks about it. Gives instruction for the single that they can draw. They can draw from that. Uh, talk about marriage. Same chapter. If you have a marriage and one person in the marriage is unbelieving and other is a believer, that stuff you can make a withdrawal from because you put it in you. And I think if we talk about that more with people doing that, committing things to memory in time of the need that would make us a lot more unified
1: as a whole not even and yes. just relationships with your partner or significant other, mm. whoever you with, um, as a whole in society,
2: we do it in sports of a, a basketball team, five players unified on a court. Each one of them using a specific gift, whether you are guard, whether you're a forward, where you're a center. You know, if you're a point guard, you're using that gift for the betterment of the whole team, that unit. And so if if you have the gift of helps, you have the gift of administration. I have the gift of evangelism or somebody else has the gift of teaching or preaching. And we're using those gifts, you know, that makes the church, that makes the individual stronger.
1: Mm,
0: I would say yes. But when it comes to basketball,
1: oh my gosh,
0: I am all five. <laughs> so, I see what you're saying, <laughs> and for most people that would be true, but not for me.
1: Oh.
0: Um, and if you don't believe me, I uploaded this. I have this video of me making five shots in a row. Tell me who can do that. Nobody. If you don't
1: believe him, meet him on the court. That's what he's saying. Oh, uh,
2: He's forever trying to take the crown. He is. And he's practicing uh, for me. Stop, <laughs> don't stop. think he's not. Stop. Because stop. he's never outshot I me before. I can't
0: take what I already have. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> like, God. Like, that is physically impossible to take something that uh. you already have ownership of.
2: Uh, <laughs> if well, y'all don't know. My son is always challenging me, always trying to take the throne.
0: And I win. But this episode, (laughs) I did have a few takeaways. Um, One is, as far as preparation, we prepare for everything. We prepare for sports events. We prepare for business events. We prepare for relationships. We go, yeah, really, really prepare for relationships. We prepare for everything, but we sometimes put our relationship with God on the back burner. We do not prepare to one, receive the gifts that God has given us. We don't prepare for necessarily moving on to heaven, and we don't we don't prepare for um, yeah. I was about to repeat myself. Um, so it's so important to do like what the Ayla said. First is to get into the Word to understand God's character, and then two is to act on act on God's. Oh Lord. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but it's to act on. Um it's the it's the act act out God's words, you know, what God is telling us to do. Um but yeah, those are my takeaways. Shout out to Rico. In the background. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um yeah, I would say the biggest thing out of this talking about preparation is when we go back to that scripture that what we first mentioned in Matthew. Um Matthew twenty five. And just getting ready and getting prepared and asking yourself the questions, the hard questions of like, am I ready to be face to face with Jesus? Um, Am I ready for that? That's basically what I took away from it.
2: That's good stuff. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Well... You guys, it's Super Bowl Sunday, so we got to get out of here. But thank you for tuning in to another episode of the No Negations podcast. Uh, make sure you head over to our website, www.nonegations.com, and check out, uh, one, to get a little bit more details about our podcast, um, and then check out our apparel items. Speaking of apparel, if you're in the Canton area or able to make that trip, make sure you head down to uh, Belden Village Mall. Um, we have our apparel in a store called Blended. Blended is 30 plus um, locally, uh, loc- owned, locally owned companies and everyone has super, super cool things. So make sure y'all check, go down there to check it out. And also, I want to give a special shout out. We never did anything like this before. Special shout out to our friend, supporter of the No Negations podcast and also uh, the guy that helps make our beats, music and video content, Rafael Chakala. He just dropped his... A new song called love at first sight which is on all platforms so make sure you guys check that out but until next time peace